0: Okay, you guys, let's do this. It's gonna be so professional. Mm-hmm. Like, so professional. Here we go. Welcome to the Live Support Podcast with your hosts Michelle Van Dusen and June Colson. A couple of clean comedians who support each other and others through comedies, wacky and whining roads. I hope you're ready. Get set, let's go! Since podcasts have a catchy tune, we wrote this song for Michelle and June. Clean comedians are best friends too. Oh, so good. <laughs> and you never know what they'll say or do. Here we go, with me On my Support, Port, Port, with Michelle, who's really short. We'll have a ball, 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 with June, who's really tall. They have fun, 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 interviewing comedians. On Lab Support, Port, Port, with Michelle, who's really
1: short. Now it's time to start Lab Support. The Last Support Podcast, is brought to you by the Hot Bread Comedy Network.
0: Alrighty, welcome, officially (laughs) welcome to the Live Support Podcast, brought to you by the Hot Breath Comedy Network. I'm your host, June Coulson, here with my amazing friend, Michelle, with one L, Van Dusen. Michelle, the struggle is real. Okay, so today, (laughs) I did a Facebook Live. Yep. And Facebook just loved me so much it wouldn't let me leave. You couldn't end it. That was so funny. I couldn't end it. It just it just kept going like it was stuck on a spinny wheel right over the top of where you could press in broadcast and it just wouldn't yep. let me leave. And then I yep. finally got over here to do um, this amazing interview with you and we couldn't get the intro to even start there was some StreamYard <laughs> issues and so Just now we're we're finally here so it's never good when you have an intro issue is it
1: no it is not so <laughs> we've had to listen to our intro song like four times now four times yes um yeah. yeah no having a bad intro really either uh well it set it sets you up to fail that's what it feels like yes <laughs> I am. Um, I've had a couple of bad intros uh doing comedy before, well, this last weekend, for example. Um, so I write out uh, my intro and I have it yes, typed yeah, out. Yeah. And so it's no, some, that's good. Yeah. And I hand it to the person. I'm like, here you go. You know, you might want to look over that first. Mm-hmm. So all they did was they looked over to see that my name, they're like, it's Van Dusen. I'm like, yeah, it is. And so I, I always type it out where it's the do sin you know, yes, so that they yes. can read it easily, super easily. But apparently- <laughs> The person that introduced me this weekend couldn't read the other words (laughs) like laugh support and comedy Uh, tour and Oklahoma. And this show was in Oklahoma. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. And then, yeah, because I I had a show one time at a church and uh, a friend of mine was introducing me. And so I didn't give her an introduction and I should Mm. have. Yes. Because she proceeded to introduce me and talk about all of her favorite jokes that i do well that just no no No, don't do that so it didn't it it didn't go well that one oh no yeah
0: that's not good that's not you don't introduce a comedian by giving away all of their punchlines that's never good that's never good at all. Probably the worst intro I had was just having no intro at all because it was the very first. That you know, you can go back and listen to the episode June's bombing in um, episode <laughs> one or in season one. Not sure which episode number, but when when the it's person goes, just get up there and do whatever it is you do, <laughs> and that's how you're introduced. Okay. Like my
1: no, <laughs> yes.
0: Welcome to the show. You know, my cousin in Indiana. And my cousin Angel, the first time she came to see me, yeah. I have a, I have a joke. The setup is that you know I don't want children, mm. and that surprises my two children. Yeah. But when I said I'm not like most women, I don't want children, she went. Ah! And I'm like <laughs> What are you doing? Stop! Wait. She knew it was funny cuz I had children but no one else in the audience knew that. I was like, "Come on, Angel." So she she came to see me um, she came to see me at Gutty's Comedy Club a, a couple of weeks ago. And so I kind of teased my family a little bit, but I did tell her I was like, "No, this is my cousin Angel." And she's going to try really hard tonight not to give away any of my punchlines or laugh before it's appropriate. And so she did a good job. She did a real oh, good job. Good. Well, that's hey, listen, funny. speaking of um, yep. doing a good job and funny and wow, our guest today, listen, I, I checked out her dry bar um, as soon as I knew. And I was like, oh, wait, I remember her. Great jokes. Amazing presence on stage, but even more, the most fabulous dress. I want you to look. Can you see in my background, Michelle? Do you see? Mm-hmm. I like in honor of our guest today, I have a black sequence dress that is hanging in my background for a reason. So, why don't you tell everybody who we have on the show today?
1: All right. Um, <laughs> so, our guest today is an actress, a stand up comedian, an author, a speaker, and a counselor. She's entertained the armed forces. You might have seen her on The View, The Mike Huckabee Show, or watched her dry bar special when your therapist is a comedian. Mm-hmm. She's currently working on a book on life and miracles. Let's welcome to the Laugh Support Podcast, Kim Curley! All right. All right! there she is
0: <laughs> awesome. I love the dress. that's so cool do you see i hey. haven't got, i haven't got to wear that dress yet but when i was watching mm-hmm. your special i was like oh, that's a lady who wore that fabulous dress and so yeah my so my husband was fire chief in our town here in bowling green he's a, a professional fireman and every year they would do a fireman's ball and so i would if i would see a, a dress on sale I would buy that dress, you know, and maybe or maybe I wouldn't fit into it by the fireman's ball. So this was a, <laughs> this was a no, no, nope, June. You don't fit in that dress right now, dress. So it still has the tags on. But I was like, oh, okay, honey. Uh, remember when you said I was never going to use that dress? <laughs> there it is. Thank you very
2: so much. much. Just I learned this about sequin dresses. You're not supposed to hang them.
0: <gasps> oh, I'm already making Why? a mistake.
2: You're supposed, to, you're supposed to, you're supposed to fold them and put them away because when you hang them, because they're so heavy, they stretch out pretty easy. Now, if you mm. want to fit into it, get a little bigger and mm. let it hang. But I made that mistake in the the brown one that I wore now. It's kind of, it's a little bit, it's a little bit big. No way. It actually fits me. So, cause I've gained weight since then, but, <laughs> it's, but yeah, you just fold them up, you put them in your sequin drawer. I have one now. So I've got three sequin dresses. I'm very proud. I've got a red one, a red, white, and blue one and the brown one.
1: Oh, no, I don't. Uh, no. I don't feel very fancy like you guys. So because um, I, I, I look so I'm going to I'm going to do something that I, I never do. So here we go. <gasps> Michelle, you're not going to do it. Michelle,
0: that's not how you do it. OK, for those listening, we are uh, Michelle just tried to put on lipstick. Michelle, Gotta you have the to base. Oh my goodness. That was, you don't off. understand, Kim. That never happens. One time, one time we were being goofy together. We were on a Marco Polo, if you know what that app is, yeah. where basically you send each other videos. And she was like, look what I found. And it was old makeup, right? So she puts on all this makeup. She's being like, ha ha ha, look at me. Da, da, da. The next day, the Marco was like, I was allergic <laughs> to the makeup. <laughs> It was the best thing ever. I was like, okay, okay, you're okay, you can breathe, right? And she's like, yeah, and then I just lost it. I'm like, as long as you can breathe, I'm okay, I'm okay. But enough about us, Kim Curley. Yeah, yeah, yeah what about you so welcome to laugh support um, oh, thank you Mitch, for having me to this is so fun thank you so much well we're excited that we finally got to work it out and we we had some yes things, but that just meant that you know that it was just going to be so epic by the time we got started it. That, you it. Know, it was a good sign not a bad sign so <laughs> so the laugh support podcast is we michelle and i have been supporting each other in comedy for several years and we are each other's laugh support. And we love to reach out to comedians and kind of find out like the beginning, middle, where you are now, who is someone who comes to mind when you think about someone being Kim Curley's laugh support?
2: I'm going to get away from the beam. I don't know. What is this beam? Am I, beam I see you're up? glowing. You're just oh. I just
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's like, you've been marked with a cross <laughs> i don't know so maybe the lord maybe well, that's what it is the lord is showing agree- us that no. he is supporting her
2: um so the, i have a i love my comedy stories kind of like loving loving uh, there's that again but it's kind of like loving um you know my my testimony you know so it's kind of cool hmm. so i was 36 years old and i was having um there we go and I was, I had my family over I had my brother who's nine years older than me. And I had my sister and my nephew, my kids were there and I made dinner. And so we're all sitting around this big table. And, um, I started telling stories about my mom and my brother laughed so hard. like He spit his food out and he's laughing <laughs> and he, and my sisters, and we're all just laughing so hard. And we get in the car later to go pick something up at the store. And my brother is in the vehicle with me and he looks over and he says, if you don't do something with that talent, you're, you're missing out. This is, this is a part of who you are. You've always been funny. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I'm 36, mm-hmm. you know, I've got these kids and I went, Oh, and, and I told a story to uh, his, one of his best friends um, was very a good friend with mine as well. He went and bought me um, comedy lessons.
0: Oh, for, wow.
2: So, so, so that was my, oh now, so I'll go back. That was my 35th birthday that that dinner party happened. So my friend Mm. bought me comedy lessons, and on my 36th birthday, that's what it was, the day of my birthday, um, was the first time I did my first five minutes. And I did the whole thing where I did the comedy lessons, and I invited all my friends. Yes, yes. That's what they tell you to do, and find out your friends. So I did, because I had no idea. It's like, oh, come see me, be funny. Come on, come on. And then then, um, there was all these comics, and the place was full of people that came to see and support me. And my brother drove two and a half hours to see me. Wow. And I remember being so scared and I wanted to run because I realized, hey, wait a minute. I may not be that funny. (laughs) (laughs) But I got on stage and um I loved it. Yeah. And got bit. So, you know, Mm. you know you know what I'm talking about, ladies. Right. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, I, I describe it as this. Yes. If you, if a comic goes to the doctor. The doctor says, you know what? You got to do one of two things. Either you're going to lose your right arm or you got to start stop doing comedy. OK, cut off the
0: arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> it's a thing. So my brother was real supportive. And and uh, and then as time's gone by, I really love the fact that you both are friends and you support each other. Mm. I have not had that in the business with women. Mm. Um, it hasn't mm. been, it hasn't been easy. I was on the road for a few years. It was very difficult <laughs> to say the mm. least. And, um, but I got to tell you out of all of the, uh, when I thought about support and, and Michelle had said, you know, think about that. The main two people that showed up in my mind and my heart, of course, is my youngest daughter and her husband, who are basically mm. also my writers. So- mm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> They're pretty funny. they are a whole lot. I you guys need to keep. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you credit. We wrote a ring around the po- ring around the rosy <clears throat> for our pandemic. Now you want it. You want. It, you want to hear it? Of course you. Yes. Do. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. You yeah. Do, do so, it. Let's you know do how ring it. Ring around the rosie was supposed to be for the pandemic years ago. You know, a pocket full of posies keeps the smell off. We're supposed to also keep the virus. It was very very right. a dark ring around the rosy. So <laughs> I wrote. One. We we wrote one. My daughter and my son my son in law, and it's mask around your nosies, six feet from your brosies. Fauci, Fauci, we all stay home. <laughs> nice. That's brilliant. Nice. Fauci, yeah, Fauci, we all stay home. From the Fauci, Fauci, we all stay
1: home. I love it. <laughs> and I'll, Please I'll tell me that you're going to put that, place that, place that, 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 that on a video. Well, huh? You gotta put that on a video, on a Tik TikTok or something. I don't have a TikTok so yet. Good. I
2: want to do that. I want to do that one as my first TikTok, and then maybe people mm. would use the sound. I don't know how all that works, but I think that'd be a good start. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Ask a teenager. That's yeah. that's <laughs> yeah. super funny. So you and your daughter and her husband yes. wrote that together. Yes. Yes,
2: this last summer we were at the pool and we're out and I, and and
0: we all came
2: up with different things and it all came together and we were laughing so hard. But we do that all the time. They're just funny people and they, yes. they keep up with me. And after shows, I'll, I'll call them. So they're they're my they're my they're my laugh support. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. my youngest yeah. daughter and the one that I tell the story about in Dry Bar comedy about the mother's curse. Which, by the way, that's one hundred percent true. That's not even made up. That I yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And yeah. she'll be in the, her, Shannon will be in the audience, and and she loves to be in the audience when I tell that story because she'll say, "Yeah, I'm her daughter, Shannon," and that's true.
0: Yes, <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, I'm, my my dad, his name is Hot Dog Kim, and I do obviously <gasps> that just lends itself to material as it is. But
1: he, <laughs> so his I, life he said, at, there's a butt in the oven. It was June. Sorry. go ahead. Yes, it
0: was. <laughs> dog's Yes. But, um, but he's like that. He, he loves it. Now I, I have two boys and they're not always, um, they're not always laugh support. Most of the time they're like, what do we have to, we don't have to go, right? Like we don't have to go. And the first time they saw me, I remember my oldest son, I, I, I do a little bit about them. And he was like, well, you just came after us right out of the gate, didn't you, Mom? <laughs> you know, and he was like, and they—you could tell they liked it. They thought it was funny, but at the same time, like. My oldest son's 18. He's, you know, he was in high school when I started. So it's kind of like this your parents are just weird anyway. So, <laughs> mom, people like my teachers are talking about your comedy and, you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm, like, I'm sorry, but I'm also happy. I don't know, yeah, buddy. Yeah. I'm not sure Get how to around. do this. Yeah, it's <laughs>
2: not, anything's good. I used to do morning radio. So I was a, a morning yeah. personality here in San Antonio. My kids were in high school at the time. And, and one year, um, Shannon, refused to get up and look for Easter eggs because as a mother even when she was 16 17 we still hunted Easter eggs because I wasn't going to let their childhood die and yes yes <laughs> she yes she refused to get up so I tell the story on on the morning show and she gets to school and her friends are going shannon you ruined easter and her teachers <laughs> yeah shannon you ruined easter now when she was 16 17 she wasn't real happy with the they all knew you ruined easter so um we had to come up with a a thing you know like it was like what's off limits what's not i'm going to take that but yes. um uh, now, now that she's grown up she's good my daughters are are 40 you know uh, well yeah they're older <laughs>
1: <So>. <laughs> they're uh older older now yes that's it
2: someone <laughs> saying i can't believe my daughter's 20 and i said gosh my daughter just turned 40 my other one's 38 so you know, so they're 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 like I said, it's it's the whole the whole thing about being mom. I'm still I still look at them though. Now I'm it's mom? kind of turning up oh. around. Now that I'm older, now that I'm more of the grandma and I'm you know, I look at him go, No, you're still my little kids. Now now I'm back to that. Mm. I was giving them all kinds of respect earlier. Now it's like you're just a kid. No, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Michelle's hitting that phase. Michelle, her son. Uh she's a mother-in-law. She's got a there's a baby on the way now. Oh. Like a lot of she's had a lot of changes over the last year. And so yeah, the, she'll be a grandma this year. When's when the baby
1: due? Uh October. It was supposed to be like the end of September, but it's somewhere in October. October. Basically, it's a honeymoon baby.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. that's what I, I had the honeymoon baby too. So I've got to tell you, I love my kids, but there's something about grandkids mm. I didn't know the heart could love that much i loved my kids are like they when i say that and i said you don't understand you'll, you'll when you have grandkids you'll understand oh my gosh
0: yeah see
1: god must have knew he already knew that this baby was coming because at before christmas uh we were shopping and i got um some duplos you know legos for the for kids the big fat ones It was the best price I've ever seen on on a box of Duplos. I'm like, we're just going to buy these. We had no idea, but we're like, I'm buying these. And I'm like, oh, I already have the first gift.
0: (laughs) Michelle, I think the biggest issue they're going to have in their house, Kim, is that Michelle is toy crazy. She loves toys <laughs> and Legos, and she has all these fun things. And I can so see her like fighting with a grandbaby over the- no, honey, no, that's that's Mama's puppets. You put those down, like that. Oh, look, she has a puppet. Oh kidding. my god! Yeah, yeah. that
2: that's, grandbaby is. That is the way lucky. to be. That is the way to be. I'm the grandma that's on the ground with them. I'm the grandma yes. with the puppet. I'm the grandma that's making, yeah, that we're laughing together. I'm the grandma that's yeah. outside running with them still. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. the best way to be. Because my daughter writes, she's a singer songwriter and she wrote a song in, about me. And in the song, it is so precious. She said that I have this, an old, an old soul with the eyes of a child, and and that uh, because they said that's mm. how I play the kids. So that was mm. one of the best things I've ever heard. But when I walk in, when those grandkids see me, oh my gosh,
1: mm. it
2: just mm, that's 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 life. That's life. How many?
1: Um, how many grandkids?
2: I have two. Thir- uh, he's gonna be thirteen. Oh my gosh, and oh. a little eight-year-old. Uh, the thirteen-year-old just made it to state with the science fair. Nice. nice. And the eight-year-old is the he's the he's man he's the he's the base he is the baseball player in town. So I mean, I'm one mm. proud grandma, you know.
1: Now, <laughs> so, do either of proud. them have any inkling of of being comedic or funny, or do they have any of that in there? My oldest grandson, his thing in life is he wants to have a
2: YouTube channel. So he's been on. He works on his YouTube channel and editing, mm. and so uh, the parent his parents make him you know. Um, blur out his face you know they, they're they very protective mm-hmm. of that but he's so talented at his editing and he's really really funny both of them are funny but this one I could see it but he tells me and he'll say you know oh I was in I was in a movie last year and he's like I want to do that I want to do that. I'm like I know you just keep doing what you're doing you know so
0: mm nice cool. nice well so you talked about you said you didn't really have cuz a lot of people on laugh support when we uh when we interview them some people they have a list of you know a thousand comedians have been there for them gave them great advice supported them along the way you know that kind of stuff and then we've had some people <laughs> are like mm, nobody Here's okay them. that's
2: that's that's my that's my thing when i first started there was a group of us you know san antonio was a pretty tight knit group and so there was a group of us that got together. We'd write and we'd do all the, you know, I did, a, I did every free show that I could for four mm. years. I never, I don't think I missed one. The midnight shows, the Monday night shows, the Saturday afternoon shows mm. in, in San Antonio, uh, we get a convention. It's a convention area. And so we would get people from all over the country, which, I mean, that was a great yeah. place to grow up comedically in, in here in San Antonio. Now, I don't know, you know, um, in your areas, But it seems like comedy has gone to this explosion, you know, imagine, um, I don't know, imagine something blowing up in your, in your um, microwave. And now it's just like
0: everywhere. Yes. (laughs) They're everywhere.
2: They're everywhere.
0: And and so
2: I'll go to, I've gone to some open mics to work on some stuff and, 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 and it's hard, you know, Mm -hmm. because I don't want to hear the same jokes I heard 25 years ago from these young men. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And it's the same things.
1: (laughs) <laughs> always, yeah.
2: always the same thing. And and it's just that's hard. And um, so anyway, now that I am older and I've been in I've been in the game for a while, i mean you know, I didn't get the sitcom, ladies. I didn't get the same I got the dry bar, so I'm real and the things that have happened, yeah. I'm very, very grateful for. Um, but uh I'm I keep on keeping on. I got a real interesting story, so I'm ready to give it up. So I do speak, I'm a motivational speaker. I like I've got a really great gig next week. I'm looking forward to. Nice. Um <clears throat> and so I'm getting I go outside in my backyard. It was a beautiful day. And I said, you know what, God, I, it just didn't work out. I'm getting older. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: hard. You know, I've got, I've got a pacemaker, so I need health insurance. And so um, I'm just going to go ahead and concentrate on the writing and the speaking mm. that day that I mean, I'm just I'm giving up. I'm telling God what's supposed to happen. Yes. Yes. And that yes, day yes. is when I got the dry bar gig. Yeah, it took, it took a year and three months, you know, to ever see the fruition of it. But that was really cool. So I thought that was the way of saying, not yet. Nothing yes.
0: <laughs> you, yes. Got
2: some, you got some life in you,
1: girl. You can do it. Rocky. You can do it. Go back in so and so One God more is your laugh Rocky. support too. <laughs> huh? Right? God is your laugh support too then. Because clearly he said, nope, you're not done yet. And he opened the next door and you're like, okay, I'm done. And then he opens the next door. You're like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And he just keeps opening doors, which is really great.
2: Can, can I share my favorite story with you guys? Yes. Yeah, oh, please yes. do. My favorite, my favorite story. So you brought up, you know, God being sports So um, I'm brand new comic, basically. I've got a good, I've got a good Romeo and Juliet joke. I, I liked that back then. And there was something else I would do, but um Every day I would drive to work and I would hear the radio station. It was Sunny Melinders at the time and, and Megan Bishop. And they would talk about if you raise money for Rosie O'Donnell's charity, we'll fly you up to um, we'll fly you up to New York. You're going to get to introduce her. Now, you guys remember at, at one time, Rosie O'Donnell mm-hmm. was neck and neck. Sure. Right. She was yeah, on yeah. the cover of Time magazine. Yeah. She was called the Queen of Nice. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. So this was during her heyday when all that was going on. So I listened to that every day. I I didn't think anything of it. I'd be driving to school. I had first period off. I had stuff to do. So um, one day I'm driving in my minivan, listening to the same spiel from Sonny Melinders and Megan Bishop. And I say that because I ended up working with both of them and (laughs) y'all are going to think I'm crazy, but, but listen to this story. I hear in my van, not once, but twice. Outside of my head, not in my head. Uh-huh. You will win this. You will win this. It was so Whoa. loud
0: mm-hmm. and
2: so kind of scary. I had to pull my car off the side yep. of the road because I started shaking. And I went, okay. So I used to work in a mental institution because you know I'm, uh, you know, psychology is my thing. I used to work in a mental institution. I worked in a mental institution for three years. So, usually when people have um, that happen to them, it's mm-hmm. not usually you're gonna win a contest.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's usually yeah. something like, kick a puppy. You know, it's like, yes. you, you, you won ninth floor. <laughs> Here's your room yeah. key.
2: <laughs> so mm-hmm. I get to school, I call the radio station, cause I'd been on their show a few times. I knew who Megan Bishop was and she answered the phone and I told her, I said, get out a pen and paper and get out an envelope. I'm telling you, you should write this down cause it's amazing. God just told me I'm going to win. Write it down. Today's date. I told her everything. And she's like, uh-huh, okay. Yeah. She goes, Kim, um, we've been doing this for the last six weeks. You've only got like, this is the last night you can even pick up the paperwork. And and we have to have all the money turned in in like three or four days. It was something like that. Mm-hmm. So I did it. I went and got it because I told her, no, 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 you don't understand. God told me I'm going to win. So when I won, because I did. Yes. Um, yeah. I wasn't surprised. I, I was just like, okay, what's going to happen next? god's got me on the train i'm on it <laughs> yes yes so we go up to new york and we get to the show and they had no idea we were coming and i had a big old basket to give her and I, she had just adopted her first baby I gone and the person who's 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 introducing her is donna shalala who was working with you know bill clinton at the time so it was it was that long ago and um I was thinking, if, if this was, if I was I Love Lucy, Ethel and I would have her tied up in a closet. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would put me in a federal prison, so I shouldn't do that. Um, so I waited, and she asked to see me after the show. So we had a conversation after the show, I and, oh, and, and I gave her everything, and I gave her my horrible, horrible headshot. And I gave her my horrific <laughs> DVR tape. It was awful. I'd look back on it. <laughs> but here's the deal. I still have hope. Why would I hear God's voice? The one time so clear, so yes. booming, so amazing. I don't believe I'm done yet. I don't think that miracle's done yet.
1: Hmm.
2: And I'm holding on to that hope. That's right. My- yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we definitely learn. We definitely learn in his timing, you know. Um, yeah. I I I am somebody who was late into comedy and didn't, you know, God shared with me one day while I was driving down the road that this was what I was going to do, and I quickly told him, "No, I'm not. I'm not. Doing it. I'll never be on a stage, you know." So here we are, years later, and so yeah, I believe for you because when He's in it, He's in it. And one of the verses I hang on to is the one where it says, "You know, if He starts a work, He completes it." You know, mm-hmm. but but He doesn't work on the timeline that we work on, and there's a lot of things that'll happen and come full circle that that we forgot about, you know, I've seen in the last few years, the Lord answered prayer requests that I forgot I even made. And I've been given a gift that I had prayed for and prayed for years ago. And then finally just let it go and just moved on. And then all of a sudden that, that thing I'd prayed for for all these years is in front of me now, like now really God now. So, wow. So, okay. So talking about, um, the fact that you're a counselor, and you know Michelle and I talk quite a bit about we, you know, we spend time with comedians. A lot of comedians, they get into this thing because they've had difficult paths. They've gone through a lot of stuff. There's a lot of heartache. There's a lot of baggage. A lot of pain. Um, and a lot even of comics
2: are are, are talking from their own pain. Yes,
0: yeah. and then even if even if you go into it, the healthiest, you know, emotionally, psychologically, physically, whatever. It can beat you down real fast. You know, we use terminology like bombing, you know, because <laughs> we're going to kill tonight. Yes. yes. Break and a so, leg.
1: So, <laughs> break, so, don't, don't break a hip. <laughs>
0: right, right. <laughs> yeah. At my age, I was like, God, I'm more likely to break a hip than break a leg if you put me up there on stage. But, but so not to put you on the spot, but we'll put you on the spot as far as, um, counseling and psychology and emotionally are there things that you see comedians put themselves through that maybe you have a bit of advice to you know to maybe ease the blow of a bad set to be able to go home and not internalize every reaction that happens on stage and then as as a psychologist do you do that do you still do that to yourself and have to catch yourself and pull back from it well,
2: you know, you just pick the hardest thing that we do to ourselves. I mean, that is that is it. We're as good as our last 10 minutes or the last yes. that we had. Yes. And yes. and because that's what we, performance is, is everything. So we're going to pick apart our performances. It's it's the level that we do it and how deep we allow it to affect ourselves.
0: Yeah. Um, and,
2: the, and my daughter, my oldest daughter would tell me, she goes, why are you in a business where you, you want people to like what you do and you come off stage crying? And I did. I mean, I wasn't crying on stage. I walk off stage. And and this was like early on. Yeah. Um, And and I would just be devastated like it didn't work. And this is what am I. It it took it took a long time. But, um, yeah, you picked the hardest thing, because I think I still I still um, have to work all that through. I still feel like there's a lot of more work to be done. I still think I could be funnier. I need to work on these things. So it's not I don't think it's a matter of um, being down on myself or feeling that it was a be all end all of my of my um, self-esteem or, or, who I am as a person, but yes. it's still definitely is something I, I think that I have to look at and reflect, I reflect as a comic because I can always be better. And you know, if you go see some of the headliners that are making a ton of money right now, first of all, a lot of them are real dirty. I get it, but yeah. When yeah. they're good, when they're good, their show's amazing. And and I'm, I'm still trying to get to that point. So I do mm-hmm. objectively try to look at it without it destroying me. And another thing that I did and I learned, now I'm Kim Curly, but that's not my real name, right? I have another, you know, I have a I have a <laughs> I have
1: another There's an alias.
2: That <laughs> <laughs> oh, is my alias. <laughs> I'm in I'm in it, you, know, can, you know, you know, you yeah, I have to keep them separate. But I, I say that's that's the persona. You didn't like her, you know. That's yes. the, that part about her. So I, I divide it. But I, you know, it's funny as a counselor and a comic. I do say this joke is that if that doesn't scream I have issues, not a whole lot will, you know, I'm just- Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a counselor because it was cheaper than therapy. And that's that's a little bit that's a
1: little bit true. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> We definitely see that. We see, we see people work it out on stage all the time. We've, we've seen- or not, uh, <laughs> or not
1: work it out.
0: Or not work it out. We're we in a writer's group every day. And, and um the guy who led the writer's group, he talks about it all the time on the group that during COVID, because he wasn't able to perform, we started a live every day and we would write together every day, every day, every day. And he was sharing uh, the other day about how the very last one that he did live, he literally just had a breakdown. Like he just had a I meltdown did. and was like live the, on Facebook. Yeah. The, yeah. And, and the cool part that's, about him is yeah. he is very transparent. I'm not telling a story that he hasn't told. He just told it the other day to somebody who's new to the group who was like, well, what's this about? And he was like, well, basically, you know, we go live, yada, yada, until I have a nervous breakdown. And then, you know, I disappear for a little bit and
1: come back, but. Okay. And, but and we, delete the video. He deleted the video. Yes, he did. He <laughs> deleted the video, gone.
0: but he will share about how like we yeah. can, um, When it becomes your everything, then you have no control over your emotions or your life because you put it in the hands of random strangers on a stage, you know, mm. in, in um, uncontrolled environment. And, uh, and so, yeah, it can be really difficult on people. I can imagine you're probably happy. You don't live real close to me or Michelle. Cause we would be like, Oh yeah, we'd be, we find a couch in the green room. Okay. Kim's here. Lay back, Michelle. Tell her. About <laughs> I would love her,
2: to have her uh, be in a writer's group every day. So, but when I first, when I got my first gig, when I got my, First paying Kim, you're going to open the show at River Center Comedy Club. It was, a, you know, it's a, a a b, I guess a B room we had a comics come in. It was an amazing room. So I was like, Oh my gosh, this is great. The manager calls me and he says, you're, we're going to, we're going to start um letting you be a host and we think you're doing great. And da, 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 da. And he says, you know, Kim, all comics are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at him and I went, but I've really been working on myself. I mean, seriously, I had that conversation. <laughs> I've been working on myself. I've been reading all kinds of books. I've been in prayer a lot. You know, I've been been doing all these right things, and it's like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not mean. He goes, yeah, you, you're just as crazy as the rest. <laughs> <laughs> then, flash forward, I'm getting my uh, masters in counseling, and I'm sitting in the class where we're going to learn how to behave as a counselor. So it's just you know little nuances, mm-hmm. how you sit where the clock should be, all these things. And we were gonna do film and film ourselves and, and asking the right, you know, asking a, a good counselor asks the right questions and has the good strategies. Okay. So those are so so um uh he says at, at the first class, he says, and this is Dr. Josue Gonzalez, my favorite, my favorite doctor at, at UTSA. So shout out to him. He goes, everybody look around. So everybody's looking around. Everybody's looking around. He goes, all oh, y'all are crazy. You're y'all are here because something's missing in your life. You felt like you could help people, and he starts <laughs> letting uh-huh. Oh, the people were so offended, and I'm thinking, this is so cool. Yes, I, I accepted it yeah. by then. I am a little crazy, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, whoo, I got that. And I'm looking around, and everybody's like, oh, no, all no, right. No, 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 no. I'm going, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, really, you are. You really, you are. I'm going to school with you. You're nuts.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> we all got a little, little crazy in us. We, we got to
2: all... in order to have some fun. Now, now it's it's it, and, and I'm and I say that lightly when he says crazy. Yes. He really, you know, it's it's just there's yes. something about helping people and something about wanting to tell jokes. Those things and then combine them.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now,
2: the, the good news is I have an amazing man in my life who is also a good laugh support for me. So he's he's just been uh-huh. so good and and we do do right together. And he's, he's in the inner, he's been in the entertainment business himself um, as oh, a, nice. as an agent, you know, he does a lot of stuff in,
0: mm-hmm. in music and
2: music and entertainment industry. He did. And he, he's just really a good ear and eye, but I mean, though, um, like, but when he watches me perform, it's one of these. Oh,
0: no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Oh, no. ha. <laughs>
2: Yes. <laughs> so, so i told him you come you sit in the back you sit in the shadows
0: i don't want to see you no uh-uh. i don't want to hear you breathe no nope. i don't want to smell you Mm-mm. far away yeah dude you're bringing the room down you're bringing the room down well, he's, <laughs> the whole vibe the whole vibe he's, he's studying the situation
2: so i guess yes. what he's doing. i mean yeah. do you guys um, I, don't, I don't know how you Whenever I was before I became a stand up comic and I I felt like these were my people when Robin Williams and Whoopi Goldberg and um, Billy Crystal used to do the comic relief. Do you remember when they would do that years Mm -hmm. ago? I would watch them and I would never laugh. I would just go, oh, my God, I was amazed. I was literally just sitting Mm -hmm. there amazed. And I would go, I I would think I I thought that I thought like that, you know, and and um, so they were kind of my people. And and I kind of see it like that with him. He's, he's, he's studying and he's listening. And he's yes. paying attention. He'll, he'll give me, he'll give me some, some bits and pieces of which sometimes I just toss out. So,
0: Yeah. So, so Michelle and I, Michelle and I were at the recording of our friend Rhonda Corey at her dry bar and we were at the front row, you know, Michelle laughs. laughs. I never laugh. I have to remind myself to laugh because I really do. I'm internalizing everything. And like, Mm -hmm. if I laugh, it's because something is very um, somebody messed up is typically what makes me laugh. Is when it's like when they really <laughs> when they for the fall down, they yeah. fall down on stage. That's hilarious. But just, <laughs> I will, but like I have to remind myself. of Michelle has a great laugh. She laughs at everything, even if she's heard your joke a thousand times. If it's a good joke, she's gonna if laugh at good. the punchline but yeah. I don't, I like, I'm like, oh man, like I, I'm the nodding with, oh, that was brilliant. Yeah. I'm talking to myself, but you know, that doesn't give a lot of feedback to a comedian when you're just <laughs> internalizing something and you're not, so I have to remind myself to laugh.
1: So that ain't, that ain't yeah, better. You
0: yeah, we do. We do. Well, listen, yeah. Kim, we are, <laughs> Wait, I have so, a question. Oh, go oh. ahead. Go ahead I have a
1: question before, before uh, we head out of here, Kim, is there like, three pieces of advice or, or like two steps or anything that you could give comedians to help them while they're on the road or while they're, you know, going through this crazy life that we're in uh, to keep their brain or their, their mental state just kind of stable. Cause we go through so many highs and so many lows as comedians. And do you have anything that's just like a simple, like at least this will get you off of the ledge.
2: I do. And, 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 and I can, and as a female, especially. I, I'm, I'm gonna, am gonna, be, I'm gonna be a little gender specific with this. Yeah, be good. true to yourself. Don't, don't, don't do anything that will further your career. <laughs>
0: Just, you know
1: what <laughs> yep. further your career?
2: Be funny. And and when you're out on the uh, on the road, it's really important. Um, check out the hotel. <laughs> you do have to say some of those. Get your own sometimes. But work out you know, stay healthy and eat right. That's huge. Mm. It's so huge. So, so taking care of yourself. Cause I, when I was on the road, that was a big deal. And the whole thing was, and, and, and every, everywhere I worked, everywhere I worked, the pressure that I had from other um, com, uh, comedians, male comedians that we won't have to go into. I'll just allude to it. Right. And you can understand. Yeah. It was everywhere I went and um, I refused to me. Comedy is a business. It was my business and I can mm. stand tall and I can look you straight in the eye and say everything I've done, I've done for my you know, I've done being true to myself. I've written my own stuff myself mm. or you know had, had people who we work together a little bit but it's it, I've never stolen anything and I think that's super important. I think being true to ourselves and being true to who mm. we are because our point of view is what we're trying to get out there. We're trying to be um our you know get our niche. And and someone said this to me. Rick Gutierrez said this to me uh, years ago, and I love it. He said, "There's room for everybody. Hmm. There's room for yep. everybody. You don't have to. You don't have to be in competition. You know, there's room for all of us. We're all different. You know, Michelle, June, we're all so different. So,
1: yeah, I think if if the three of us stood next to each other, we would look like that AT and T." You Know the bars, <laughs> the bars. We yeah. bars. We have full bars.
0: We have full bars. You can know where it.
1: i um, when you said if we stood next to you, you know where I immediately
2: went. Now, this is going to age me Petticoat Junction, Billy Joe, Bobby Joe, and Betty Joe. Yes.
0: <laughs> there you go. My sister's name is Bobby Joe. I heard about <laughs> We got a hot dog, a Uh-huh. There it is. <laughs> you I, mean, I was bored the
2: for the this. Day, I mean, my goodness, did I, feel, did I fall in the right pot or what? <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: think I think you did. Well, Kim, we're so happy that you came and hung out with us today and we got it all worked out. Um, folks, we definitely want you to make sure that you check out Kim's Dry Bar special. Tell us again the name of that.
2: Um. So the name of my special is Do You Know Her? they Do have it online over. as uh, when you're when your therapist is a, is when you com- when a when yeah. your therapist is a comedian so that's it's also um on on that uh-huh. but you can just look at kim curly on Dry Bar. And
0: yeah, check I out Kim Curly the the dry bar is awesome. I, I I've actually listened to it twice now. So uh-huh. it's Kim Curly on Facebook at comic kim on Instagram and at comic curly k-e-r-l-e-y on twitter you guys make sure that you check her out she's awesome she's amazing we thank you so much for being here with us today thank you. and michelle's gonna kick you backstage for just a moment if you want to count for two seconds after the <laughs> show <snack's> back there <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes go so get
0: you a snack we'll be with you All right, y'all. Well, Michelle, another amazing, absolutely amazing and great advice there at the end. I do love the just, you know, if you want to further your career, be funny. That's that's awesome.
1: That's just Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that was good advice. All I heard was eat right and exercise. I'm like, I'm Oh yeah, you tender out. That's what I heard. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Now I'm really quitting comedy.
0: <laughs> be funny. Well, be funny. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, further your career, be funny. Be funny. That's it. That's all you have to do. And stay be true funny. to you. Great advice from Kim Curley today. You guys, yes. if you want to see the beautiful, I mean, she's just beautiful, gorgeous inside and out. You got to check it out on, um you can see us on. <laughs> The Creative Motion Network. It's been a long day. The there Creative Motion Network on Roku TV. And uh, also you can listen to Vimeo. us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. You can also see us on Vimeo and the YouTube. You can see our yep. pretty faces. So, um, So, yeah, there you go. Make sure you check it out all over everywhere. Michelle, are you sticking with your closing line that you did last time? I think so unless you got something else. No, nope. I think it's good. I just didn't know.
1: I didn't know. I didn't want to. Okay. All right. So I, I I'm going to say uh this is Michelle Van Dusen. Thank you for listening. Remember, a smile is a seed and a frown is a weed. So go plant some seeds today. June bug? what are you you gonna say that was so official i love it
0: what i always say y'all that's it for this episode of life support podcast i'm june colson that's michelle van dusen and never forget that jesus and june bug loves you bye y'all bye